Hi guys, welcome back to Opinionated Chronicles. You're listening to OP. Today I am joined by... Layla. <laughs> You're the most excited guest that I've ever had. I love it. Anyway, Layla, tell us a bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Um, I am Layla Mahama. I did not need to full name myself, but it's all right. Um, I am 20 years old and I am Ghanaian. Mm-hmm. Um... I go to NTU and uh, yeah. what do you study? Oh yeah, I study um, sociology second oh, year. Wow, fitting, amazing. We love to see it. <laughs> um, so yeah, guys, today I'm joined by Layla, and we are going to be discussing um, the historical misrepresentation and mistreatment of black women, uh, whether this be in the media, society in general, um, and all of that good stuff. Um, So, first of all, I just want to start by saying I feel that it's very obvious that um, if we look at all the people that we have in society, uh, black women will be at the very bottom of the ladder. Mm -hmm. So, at the top, we've got white men, then we've got white women, then we've got black men, and then we've got black women. Um, And historically, we have always been placed at the bottom. Um, I feel like black women have always been hypersexualized, ridiculed, even masculinized compared to animals, this, that, and the other. Um, would you agree? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And as Malcolm X said, the most disrespected woman in America is the black woman. The most unprotected woman in America is the black woman. And the most neglected woman in America is the black woman. So I thought it would make sense for me to go through the history of caricatures um, with you. Um, You may not know some of them. I don't know. Do you know? Do you know? Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm going to go through the history of caricatures that um, black women have been likened to and kind of that's where um, their image has kind of stemmed from. Um, So there are three main caricatures that we have been likened to throughout history, most of which are rooted throughout slavery. Um, so firstly, the the earliest one I can um, think of or remember is the mammy. And uh, visually, she's often an older woman, um, extremely overweight, never displayed as like, like physically attractive, uh, darker skin tone. Um, and yeah, she was always a servant in the big house as well. She was always the one that was looking after all the little white kids in, in like the um, slave master's house and she was always very friendly and prepared to perform domestic duties and the type of black woman that you would see in like the modern day which is like this is someone like um big mama from big mama's house have you ever watched that movie yeah (laughs) yeah that type of black woman um would you say that you find this kind of representation offensive at all Because on the surface, I don't think it's offensive. But then, like, when you kind of deep it... Yeah, um, like, straight up, I didn't think it it was offensive. I mean, but then I guess it just, obviously, it's, like, it's been so deeply rooted. Like, that's just what, like, we're kind of... It's just the route that some women tend to go down, and so it shouldn't be like that. Because, obviously, it started, like you said, with the racism... So, I mean, maybe it is a bit offensive. I think face value, it doesn't come off yeah. as um, offensive. Yeah. But there are certain connotations that obviously 
make it offensive. And obviously, if you also look at like the history of like um, blackface, etc., a lot of the uh, black women would be like depicted like that on white people's mm-hmm. faces. Do you know what I mean? Um, anyway, next we've got the Sapphire, who was usually a darker skinned woman. Um, she's independent, she's fierce, she's like mean spirited and always seems to put men in, in their place. This kind of character is the type of black woman who's usually, um, someone's best friend in a chick flick or the angry black girlfriend, you know, that kind of black girl, the loud mouth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Would you say that this portrayal is damaging? I think, I think it is. I, yes, 100% <laughs> is damaging. First of all, you're fitting us all with one stereotype. Yeah. I get that um, with like that description, it can come off as like very strong and, yeah. you know... Independent you know, black women. Independent black women. Okay, but first of all, not all black women are the same. It's okay to yeah. be soft. Like not everyone mm-hmm. is like rude or loud and yeah. disrespectful as because I think this is what everyone thinks black mm-hmm. women are yes do you know what I mean because you obviously get like um ser- series like um how to get away with murder and what's that one that Olivia oh scandal scandal do you know what I mean those two main characters Annalise and Olivia <clears throat> are two like you would think of them as strong, strong black women, black women yes. and everybody thinks that every like or woman, bla- a black woman, black woman like that. yeah but that's not true it's and it's not. so it's very damaging because then black women feel like they need to live up to this standard mm-hmm. and they won't like talk to people when they like yeah. don't feel like that kind of person there's something called um the self-fulfilling prophecy yeah and it's basically oh, yeah, i know about it yeah <laughs> so obviously when you're labeled a certain yeah. type of way yeah you, internalize, you, internalize it you start you know kind of portraying that behavior because yeah. that's just what people expect yeah exactly it's so true because actually i can think of um like different scenarios that this has actually happened to me in regards to you know having the label of a strong black woman i remember when people always used to be like oh my god you're so sassy like you know those like words mm-hmm. people would always label me as like sassy or loud and, and all these things and then i would kind of find myself living up to those words even if that wasn't actually me internally but I'd find myself living up to these like descriptions which is true like it definitely is a self-fulfilling prophecy but because obviously if you're treated a certain way you're gonna kind of tend to act the way that you're treated do you know what I mean it's true but yeah I feel like um finally just to finish off this point I feel like a lot of women um that I expected to be strong and independent um often tend to suffer in silence usually they're not strong and usually they don't want to be independent but because you force this on them they feel like they have to be this way and then they are just like going through all these emotions and no one's there for them do you know what i mean i feel like a lot of um single mothers may experience something like this do you know what i mean because i feel like people expect oh yeah she's a single mom she's amazing do you know what i mean but like you don't know what this person's going through It's so sad that that's mm. how it is. Because mm-hmm. I feel like with my mom, like when I look at her, I'm like, yeah, she is so strong. Like she has endured a lot yeah. in her lifetime. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so sad because it shouldn't be like, be that. like that. She shouldn't have to be a strong, independent woman. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, why does she have to be that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I can imagine, yeah, that must be so hard. It's, yeah, I mean, 
Yeah. Do you feel like as when you were younger, that's what you saw her as? I guess, like when I was younger, I didn't really see like the like everything that she she did for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's now that I'm starting to realize, like she has actually she's she's stronger than I give her credit for. Yeah. Because yeah, when I was younger, it was just. You know, sometimes when you're younger, you don't appreciate things as much. A hundred percent. Yeah. So now that I'm like, I'm at an age where I know like everything that she like has she actually works enjoyed. So, yeah. So so hard. Maybe you've just you've seen all the good parts. Yes. Not exactly. the bad parts. You know what? It's even like I've seen some of the bad parts. It's mm-hmm. only recently that I feel like she's let me see. But yeah, because you're older. The, yeah, like mm-hmm. when um her 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 dad died yeah. like honestly the tears like you could just oh, i felt wow. so bad for her and um her mum also died as well shortly after that wow. and yeah she just she just asked me to just lie down in bed with her and i just had to like comfort her and it was it's that so, is heartbreaking it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking because obviously she tries so mm. hard like she rarely shows that she's struggling mm. even till this day when we're um when she's like struggling and or like we're having money financial Problems, issues yeah. she doesn't like tell me unless yeah. i see for myself like this is what yeah. we actually yeah so i get what you mean though because i think of all like when i was younger yeah i would never ever see my mum going through it yeah i i would never ever see my mum upset or like struggling like I, i've never i don't have a memory as a child of my mum being in a place where she was struggling or where she was like sad she always had this like superwoman kind of front up do you know what I mean that like a lot of black mothers tend to have but a lot of them do go through stuff it's yeah and it's sad it's very very sad but um yeah um the final caricature that we do have is the Jezebel very scary name Um, and she's often depicted as a light-skinned girl or like a brown-skinned girl with uh, quote-unquote Eurocentric features, like straight or permed hair, a slim, shapely body. Um, she's usually sexually attractive. She's obviously sexually attractive. Um, and she has a hypersexual image, hence the name Jezebel. Um, and this name... Um, apparently stems from the fact that when slave owners used to um, rape slaves, they would blame it on the fact that this woman had an an incessant need for sex. Like, she lured them into it. Do you know what I mean? Um, So, yeah, they would make out, like, the woman was the aggressor in the situation. And ever since this, um, like, myth, it has always continuously been passed on that black women are very seductive and they lure men in and they're the one that the ones that are just dying for like sex do you know what i mean <laughs> so i feel like this is a very damaging you know depiction of black women because it's it brings up a lot of issues alongside that if you're just assuming that a woman wants sex all the time very, very yeah concerning and I think the Jezebel is definitely a contributor of hypersexualization of black women today. Like when we watch music videos, when we watch movies, like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, especially music videos, like you can just see black women in them twerking and dancing seductively just all the time. It's just normal now, do you know what I mean? Like it's a normal thing, but would you say that you find that objectifying or would you say that you f- like kind of feel empowered when you see women, um, you know, displaying their bodies like that and like owning themselves? What What do you 
See, I Get think this that. one is a bit mad because <laughs> I feel like people, some people might see it differently. Mm-hmm, definitely. Like, I personally, I think it is objectifying. Mm-hmm. Let's not lie. Like yeah. it's right there. Like you're literally using women for their body, physical, yeah, yeah. their body, like their physical features and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But some people might, I feel like some people might find it like empowering because they're so used to it now. Okay, yeah. Like so, so I'm just like you're on the fence i mean see it might like it it, sorry um it can see this is i'm on the fence here let me not lie (laughs) (laughs) i think for me personally it's a bit of both like when i see like for example beyonce or like nikki on the stage and they're like doing their thing or like you know they're just like being a bad bitch you know what i mean like there's that part of it which is empowering, of course, because you're owning your body and it's like, you know, post-feminism, like, fuck everybody else, fuck yeah. what everyone thinks, like, I'm a woman, I'm sexy, like, you can see it, do you know what I mean? But then, there's obviously the other side of the fence, like we're saying, like, sometimes when you watch a music video, sometimes, like, I do feel a bit sick, like, watching some music videos, I'm just thinking, the lyrics matching up with the visuals, it's just a bit too much. Like, for example, I think the worst one that I've ever seen has to be Tip Drill by Nelly. A lot of people don't actually know this song because I'm pretty sure it was removed from all platforms because of how explicit the, mu- the music video was. Like, <laughs> what I tell you? The, right, let me just describe to you. Like, it's like a pool party kind of setting, like a house party, pool party thing. And obviously you get all these like, I think it's like 90s, yeah, 90s video vixens, looking all cute. They look beautiful, I can't even deny it. Um, Black women. But they're like, some of them are naked, some of them are half naked. Like, people are swiping credit cards between their butt cheeks, like... (laughs) Just like... I don't know what's happening, Layla. And it's just so weird. Like, I just feel like... That kind of um, display, like of black women, is so weird to me because it doesn't give them a sense of worth. It's just like bodies. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like it's half and half. But nowadays, because it, we're so used to seeing it, we can see it as like a positive thing, mm-hmm. like a celebration, more like. Yeah. But I still feel like there's always going to be a bit of like, oh, this is a bit like yeah. too much. And I think because of like how much is shown, so it, it kind of depicts like a certain type of standard for black women. Mm. So black women now seem to have, they're meant to have big boobs, big bums, big bums small waist, small waist, yeah. everything's snatched, snatched slayed, yeah. looking good. Mm-hmm. And sometimes... Because I feel like me personally, I've experienced, sometimes I look and I'm like, wow, so I'm not even, <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> me every day, I'm like, oh, I'm going to start this yeah. new workout plan every single day, but it's just not going to happen. Yeah. But I also feel like, contrary to what you're saying, although it gives women a sense of, um, I feel like I need to be like this, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It can also have the opposite effect because when these rappers in these music videos are talking about, oh, this girl's a hoe, I love all my bitches, like my baby mama, like, do you know what I mean? All these terms that are very like derogatory, mm-hmm. like, it, does, it doesn't make me want to be that, do it's you know true. what I mean? I don't want to be a hoe, I don't want to be a bitch, I don't want to be a female, That's I want to be <laughs> a fucking woman, you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, like, I feel like, yeah and i feel like it does set a standard for how everybody else sees black Mm -hmm. women as well 
And I'm obviously not saying that black women are the only people that twerk in music videos because obviously you see white girls, you see Latinos and this and that. But if we're talking about hip hop and rap, 99% of the time it's going to be a black woman. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, um, personally, if anyone addresses me as any of those terms, I would have to fight. It's just not okay. And while still on the point of hypersexualization, I feel like it starts at a young age for many of us. Um, I can't say I can personally relate because I wasn't like a fast developer or anything like that. But a lot of South African women have very shapely bodies and develop at a very young age and they're told to cover up or wear certain styles of clothing when they go out or when family's coming over. Do you agree with this like way of policing like women like from a young age? I don't agree with it, but mm-hmm. I get why people yeah. I get why they do that. Yeah. So like it shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't have to tell your daughter go put on clothes mm. when you're getting visitors because mm. you're scared that your <laughs> uncle is going to be looking at your <laughs> Your daughter, a certain type of way, yeah, it's no, not right, it. it's but not. it happens, and it shouldn't be like that. It's like, especially in an African culture, there yeah. are a lot of uncles who like sexualize little kids. Yeah, uh, why is this a thing, and why is it never talked about? I don't, I don't. I feel like they, they what well, it's, it's it's a known thing. But it's just because it's like a family member, it's someone that you know. Yeah, because it's like to. your uncle, you don't want to like cause like drama do you exactly. know what I mean or they won't even believe you in the first yeah, place yeah that's also so true yeah. so have you ever experienced like being told like oh you need to like make sure you're wearing this um I've definitely been told to change my outfit before 100% I don't think I have really I well I I was looking at old pictures and mm. then I saw I was literally in underwear and, but to be honest, there were no visitors. It was just me <laughs> in my house. And I think someone must have taken... I was young. I was like yeah. maybe five or six. And like someone took a picture of me and I was just... Obviously, I had no boobs, no nothing. Yeah, but the thing is, I feel like we, a lot of us do have pictures like that. Yeah. And it's not weird. See, that's why I'm like... I don't think me personally have experienced like something like that. Mm. But maybe not, in that, not at home, but yeah. somewhere else in like other places. A hundred percent. Well, like when you're going somewhere... Yes, like at parties, yeah. at church. church. Church? Church. Really? I've never... Church. It's not like an obvious thing. It's mm-hmm. just... Okay, there was this time... Um, someone from my church... He, well, they, they kind of had like infatuation. Oh, yeah. And I remember you telling me this story. Yeah. That's so it's, scary. It's scary. It's so scary. because of that, because of the way that he was addressing you, you had to change the way that you were... Presenting I, yourself. I didn't change. Because honestly, it's not like I was wearing anything. It was church. Yeah. I wasn't wearing anything that kind of sexualized me in yeah. any way. I Personally, I don't think anyway. Yeah. So I just literally told my auntie. And my auntie, she was one of those... Like, she was, yeah. she was hard. So she just literally went and told him, you need to cut it out. You need to stop it. It's wow. not okay. Did it stop? Is a no. question. Uh, anyways. it's That's so crazy. It's always like people that... It's, people that you like you are come across often as well which yes. is really mad to me yeah but um so do you think that in the future that say you had a daughter do you think you'd police the way that she dresses at all I honestly you would i think i would i really, I really I would. don't know i think it really depends on the level of dramatic that she's trying to the level of extra that she's trying to dress if she's trying to dress like some extra type of way mm-hmm. 
then obviously I'd have to jump in depending on like yeah and it also depends on like the environment like yeah she everything has you, context yeah so it's if, very situational yeah it's situational I get you I get you I get you and um anyway whilst we're still speaking about hypersexualization at a young age um did you ever hear any of these comments when you were young it's so inappropriate but like i just i just feel like everyone can relate to this it was it was usually the little white boys in uh secondary school um they would, this is the one comment that i i got quite a lot and now i think like at the time i used to be like oh my god like oh my god you're so cheeky harry like i'm not like naming any actual names by the mm-hmm. way but <laughs> <laughs> i i didn't know what they were actually like. i didn't know what what this the underlying like connotations this has um but yeah people would tell me oh you have dick sucking lips yeah what? yeah i'm serious and this is me when i was like younger and i remember another time this boy came up to me um and asked me if my vagina was black because um he had been watching <laughs> i know this is a lot to process it's a lot to process he had also spoke like these people exposed me to a lot of things i didn't even know about um ebony porn like i didn't know what i didn't even know what porn was before someone told me what porn was do you know what i mean like there's a lot of things that i had pushed in my face before like i even knew like what it was which i find so mad but i definitely had a lot of like like what's the word invasive questions when i was younger wow yeah see i have never like i don't think i've ever been called not that i remember anything yeah really the, the lips thing what i'm so surprised a lot of people have had this it's it's very common common thing that people have been that's crazy i know it's mad it's so so mad but yeah that was one one thing that i just will never forget and i think that's why a lot of um it has a lot to do with like if you look at the way the black women's bodies are like observed Mm -hmm. um usually things that jump out are obviously going to be bum lips Mm -hmm. and like hips do you know what i mean yeah and have you ever heard of um sarah bartman you know that woman who was um, put in an exhibition yes. so people could view her body? Yes. Is that not the craziest thing in the world? I just... It, things like this As in, me really mad. It is literally like sh- people could come and touch her and take pictures and mm. do whatever they wanted to yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, I saw. When I was reading, I was like, what in the name... What is actually going on here? That is like the epitome of exploitation, like it's so sad it's a human being and she was was not treated like a human can you imagine being put in a position where people can just imagine being in a room where people just come in and out touching you feeling you and just looking at you and staring at you and observing you like and honestly i can't even think of how she was feeling at the time like how did she survive how did she go on you know it's mad and think about all the times that black women have black women and black men as well actually have been put in like those positions like there used to be zoos mm-hmm. that so people could come and see what black people looked like yeah take pictures 
I remember seeing on the TL the other day actually a, pi- a picture of this little girl. Yeah, the girl. I saw that one. That one was painful to see. Wow. She's but so, she probably didn't even know what, what was, going was going on. on. Yeah, it's painful to see. But like, I feel like when you deep it, um, if you th- look at things like, okay, this is not as extra, but I feel like there are par- parallels to the way that women were observed in the past and things like strip clubs. Of course, they're not the same because with a strip club, I'm assuming that you're there, you're consenting to being on a pole and stuff. But then it's like people are actually being like, just like observed, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? People are just watching you. People are just viewing you and throwing money at you. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean There's definitely parallels. Yeah. With that one, you're getting something out of yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas... The other one is by force. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But I feel like it's definitely, there are definitely parallels there. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, final point on hypersexualization. I feel like the way that we have been so hypersexualized has contributed to the fact that like sexual violence against black women is so underrepresented and underaddressed. Would you agree? Yeah, I do. I do agree. Yeah. Oh, wait. I I found a statistic the other day saying that for every 15 black women who are raped, only one reports her assault. And even if someone reports an assault, doesn't mean that it's going to get, like, yeah. the person's going to get convicted. Which I find so scary. Terrifying. Like, I genuinely... Genuinely? <laughs> I genuinely, like, fear for having, like, a daughter in this lifetime. Because people are so tapped. Like, so, so tapped. And I genuinely think, like all these depictions that we have of us from the past have contributed to this, yeah. people not taking us seriously. Yeah. That's why it's so, so important to change the way that, to just educate people, to mm. change the way that they think. Mm. Because it's really our future. These people are the ones who are going to grow up to kind of, anyways, let me not even get, it really, it really just like gets me so angry. Yeah. Because obviously, um, these the way that people, certain people think is passed yeah. on generations and generations and now now is literally the time not even now yesterday <laughs> yesterday was the, time, was the time was the time to change the way that these people see think i know for a better future so that we can stop this nonsense this rubbish that is going on right now oh let me not even let me stop <laughs> she said let me stop no carry <laughs> on i'm so angry but... no but i get you though it's so so sad like that's all I can say. I'm tired of being angry. So, so I'm just tired. sad now. Like, Every single day there is something. Something new. Every day. It's fucked. But, um, yeah. Anyway, moving on. I thought it'd be interesting to talk about um, how growing up we weren't ever really properly represented in the media. Um, like, I remember being young. I used to buy, like, magazines and stuff like... Um, you know, the ones that you used to get, like, the lip gloss in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, there would never be a black woman mm-hmm. on the cover of them. Um, I would hardly ever see any dolls that looked like me. There was just no representation um, of someone who looked like me yeah. in the media. It would only be my family members or, like, family friends that I knew. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which I think is sad. Um, I remember, like, being very insecure from a young age. Obviously, something that I've, like kind of grown out of now but like at school I remember this one boy made a comment about my nose and my lips 
which it's one of those things that you never forget. It's so crazy because it was that that was like those were the things that I was so insecure about when I was younger that when someone else pointed them out, it was like, oh shit, like this is real. Like this is actually like other people can see it now. So it's actually true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I absolutely do. It's so sad. Because then I'm like, fuck, this part of me is actually ugly because someone else actually noticed it. Yeah, that's, it's, it's like, that deep. Yeah, because with me, when I was um, younger, mm. I, ke- I just kept getting, I was cute. Because when I used to live back in Ghana, yeah. I did not experience any type of, like, I didn't really care about my looks. I didn't care about anything. Really? I just get like, oh, you're so cute. You're cute. I love your hair. Yeah. I love your this. Came to this country now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, shit it, it changed. Mm. It changed. So I remember this one time. Wow. Okay, so we were in um, ICT, yeah, IT class, and there was like a few boys in like in the corner. Or s- I don't know what they were talking about. Yeah. And then one of them turned to me. These were black boys, by the way. Yeah. And they one of them turned to me. They're like, "Oh, you look like I think Dej Loaf or something." And I'm like, I, don't, I didn't, even, I didn't even know who she was at the time. <laughs> oh my so god. So I'm just like, um, okay, okay, whatever. And then I just go back to doing my own thing, and I turned around and I hear them mutter something like monkey. <gasps> no. Do you know what? I was so so. I was like, what? I I I look like a what? I look like a monkey. I had never thought of myself as a monkey. In my no. Life. Do you know what? I've never actually been called. I don't think I've. I don't remember being called a monkey, which is really interesting because. The amount of stuff that I've been addressed as and that that's one that I can't remember. Yeah. Interestingly enough. Yeah. I can't believe that. It made me so insecure. It honestly oh my God. It, Yeah. And I think it was partly because I have like these lines. Oh my god, I never there. even noticed that. Yeah, it really like because honestly when someone calls you that, you yeah. go you go and observe you go to your mirror and you look and you observe and you observe and you're like, okay. They called me this, this because, they because of me, that. Yeah. Oh, it's actually so horrible. Like, when I even think about how I felt, like, after... It actually makes me feel it's sick that so... I ever... I genuinely felt so bad about myself. Like, yeah. all I could ever think about is getting a nose job. I just wanted surgery. Yeah. Is that not so sad? It's so sad. It's honestly... <laughs> honestly, like, one, like, wanting to have long, flowy hair is one thing, but actually wanting to alter... Mm-hmm. your face yeah that's deep yeah that's very deep yeah and i remember going through the the one in white people hair phase when i was oh. younger um obviously like having kinky hair is just not the same as what they had so like obviously everybody would just be staring at you with your your my mom used to do some crazy hairstyles to my hair i can't even lie she did not make it easy for me <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I used to go to school with some crazy ass hairstyles and everybody was always asking you questions and everybody would always be talking about you and looking at you or the teachers the teachers they, oh, thought, they didn't help they really thought they were doing something honestly like I'm actually not an exhibition uh, exhibition mm-hmm. exhibition exhibition is that the word I think so yeah just like stop looking at me stop touching me like I didn't actually ask for this yeah. it's actually the worst having natural hair like because when I was younger mm. I used to have like natural hair and yeah I was I lived with my dad and my stepmom 
didn't really know how to handle my hair yeah. and I used to go to this hairdresser to do my hair yeah. and I, I honestly dreaded going there because she hated doing my hair like she was just she just kept pushing my hair every time she was doing it really? making jokes about my hair laughing with her friends and I was I would literally be crying like they'd have to bribe me to go get my hair done because I hated going there I hated no. this woman and so like she just kept saying, "Yeah, tell your dad you need to relax your hair because I'm sick and tired of doing <gasps> oh, this." Oh God! Yeah. Let's not talk about the relaxer. Honestly, oh my God! Damaging, damaging, damaging. No, when times. I tell you, I remember having my hair relaxed from like a young age. Obviously, this is one. I'm just saying all right now. One thing that will never be allowed in my future household is hair relaxer. Mm. But yeah, I remember when I had my hair relaxed, I had a sense of security. Yeah. It made me feel like um, a bit more like I blended in. Do you know what I mean? Which I wanted. All you want when you're younger is to just fit in. Do you know what I mean? And now, it's so weird that when you're younger, all you want is to fit in. But then when you're older, all you want to do is like stand Stand out. out. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not so much? Yeah. But I remember when I was younger, all I just wanted all the time, I just wanted my hair to be relaxed. And I remember like I used to get my hair relaxed regularly unfortunately all natural now don't worry but yeah I used to get my hair relaxed all the time it would be so damaging but I just loved going into school with my flat hair ponytail you know my clipping ponytail (laughs) (laughs) literally I felt so secure and it's so mad because like I feel like it was a thing where maybe if I was told so much from a young age like how constantly like how beautiful my hair is or how beautiful I am maybe I wouldn't have felt that way mm-hmm. and it's not even a thing like when I was that like, younger younger like obviously my parents were telling me I was beautiful and stuff but like sometimes you just don't believe it when it's like yeah. just your parents because they have to say that you're pretty they have yeah. to tell you you're beautiful so yeah I felt like I just didn't really get enough affirmation um and yeah I feel like I just had to grow the love that I have for my features and my hair myself mm-hmm. Would you say that you had the same experience? Yeah. I feel like it helped it helped more when obviously black women were starting to become more of a they started showing up more in media. Being a trend pretty much. Yes, 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 <laughs> yeah. yes. So I mean sometimes you know when you're watching a show and you see that one black person and then mm. suddenly you kind of attach yourself to that, yeah. to that black person because they're, they're just, the only people that's personally you can relate to. You yeah. can relate to. They're kind of like you. Yeah. So I feel like that helped me. That's a Raven. A yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Raven. But it took it took a long time for me to I think finally accept like who you are. Who I am. Yeah, no, me too. It took it took time, I can't even lie. Yeah. It definitely took time. Like it took time, but when I got there, like now that like when I see myself now, I'm like, I'm I am so sorry, but I am that bitch. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I am so happy in my in who I am yeah. now, but mm-hmm. it took a long ass. Yeah time and it's so like it's so embarrassing thinking back to how, how much was I, before. how much i hated myself is, honestly, it makes me feel embarrassed yeah, how much i hated myself honestly. but i feel like another thing that contributes to that is being told oh you're pretty for a black girl or like you know <laughs> being what do you mean blah 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 for a black girl so a black girl's supposed to be ugly yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean like all these little things all these little 
comments they really really like contribute to how you think about yourself yeah. and it's so so scary yeah. like, sometimes I, you just seek validation mm. so like at one point when someone said oh you look pretty for a black girl we're like oh thank but, you yeah oh well is my hair nice yeah do you know what I mean and I think I relate more with the hair because um, my hair was I had like big hair you or have whatever. yeah still do yeah <laughs> yeah so they're like oh my gosh yeah look at this girl this is how your hair should be like guys I remember there was like wow a, yeah there was like a lunchtime and I think I was in year seven or eight yeah and there was like someone who was like a year above mm. and she was just they were just touching my hair like oh my gosh this is how your hair should be like look at her hair it's all nice and long and big and look at you know what I mean what like do you mean? and now that I think about it like why was I so excited to because be- it's validation like that's what you need you yeah. just want people to be like you want to be liked as a kid yeah. you just want to be liked and you just want to fit in like those are the two main things and like when someone is telling you oh like like you're beautiful like your hair is so nice mm-hmm. like it makes you feel good. It does. Even though technically it shouldn't because they're still like slapping you in the face. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They still are. But it's mad. I feel like, yeah. I feel like black women are like the least desired but like the most imitated. You said that. So Do you know what I mean though? Yes. Nobody wants to be a black woman but everybody wants to be like yeah. a black woman that's 100 percent. that's true do you know what i mean it's so scary they don't want the struggles the challenges they don't want this smoke everything that comes with <laughs> with being, being a black, black woman they just want to look like look us like yeah and keep the privilege it's mad it's Crazy. actually so mad it's so unfortunate it's all right it's but um yeah um on to the next point i wanted to speak about treatment from black men like how black women have been treated by black men. So fortunately for me, um, the men in my house treated me with love and respect throughout my life. And um, obviously aside from like when my brother would bully me and stuff. (laughs) But like overall, I got what I needed from like the men in my household in terms of like them setting a good example of like how I should be treated. And like, you know what I mean? Like how I should like carry myself like as a woman do you know what I mean um would you say that you have had the same experience because you have brothers don't you um I do have brothers Mm -hmm. but it's a very complicated family like I um because my dad he passed away when Mm -hmm. I was nine and I was like daddy's little girl. So mm. obviously at that time I was I was loving all the attention. I was getting all the cute names, yeah. getting everything. <laughs> and then obviously um he passed away and I had to come live with my mum and she was a single mother. Yeah. So I didn't really have like a an authoritative like male figure in, in like house. someone to just seek validation or whatever it is from. They needed, yeah. So I I mean I d I didn't exactly like have it like you. Mm. But I mean yeah, so I think because of that, like, it just made me, like, seek, like, attention from guys more. Yeah. I, I didn't show it. I just kind of, like... It was really in... It was internal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a feeling that you wanted. Yes, yeah. yes. I wanted it, but I didn't do... I don't think I did anything about it. Like, mm. if if I liked um, a black boy, I would never in my life tell him that I like him at all. Oh, because mm. what are the chances? <laughs> I'm screaming. So, 
if we like take a look at black boys in general, like nowadays, um, would you say they reflect the? You would you say that they treat black women in the ways that they should be treated in general? From what you just observed, like you can give me examples if you want. Do I think they treat black girls the way they deserve to be treated? Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Good question. Um, I feel like, cause I don't want to be like bashing anyone. Yeah, no, like we're I'm not bashing seeing, black men. We love black men. We do. We just, do. To, just to put that out there. I'm seeing it happen like gradually more, mm. but overall, it could be better. Way better. It could make. Do you know what I just? I feel like black women put black men on such a high pedestal but like black men don't do the same for black women in general and i can this has been displayed to me a lot um through social media i did not know um how much black men didn't like black women until i was on twitter (laughs) do you know what i mean like it's actually so mad that we would do the most for our men but like the same energy isn't that reciprocated I feel like black girls are more likely to date inside their race. Yeah. I'm pretty sure statistics would even back that up. Yes. And then black men are more likely to date outside of their race. Yeah. 100%. Statistics would back that up. I I just know it. (laughs) I feel like it's sad because when you come across all these tweets, um, whether they be colorist or just directed at black women in general, Mm -hmm. I just think like, but isn't your mum black? Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Isn't your sister black? Yeah. We've honestly, I'd, I've been screaming this since secondary school because mm. there are always boys, black boys, who are saying that's not your hair, that's a wig. Yeah. But your mom wears the same thing, sweetie. <laughs> we get it from the same shop. No, honestly, like when, you, like, I, like what you're saying about um, those little comments that black boys used to make. Why? I always just wonder what. Are you getting it out of trying to like make me feel uncomfortable or trying to embarrass me? Then I realise it's validation. Mm. If they are also joining in with the the white group of boys that are calling you a monkey, calling you this or calling you that, they're getting validation from that. Yeah. They're getting praise, like, oh yeah, you get it. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's so weird how sometimes I feel like the connection that white boys have with like black boys is a thing where they're kind of seeking like some sort of acceptance. Black boys are trying to seek some sort of acceptance from that group, especially if you're in a predominantly white area or yeah. like the UK in general was, is like predominantly white. So of course, like you're going to be, in, I feel like it's, although it's obviously inexcusable, mm-hmm. I can understand why they do the things that they do sometimes. Yeah. But a lot of unlearning needs to happen and a lot of effort needs to be put into making sure that you're vouching for your people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah there was this time, I think I must have said something about, um, I think he said that he was, um, I was talking to this guy Yeah. and he said that he wasn't like attracted to black girls. He sees black mm. girls as sisters as family you know like he wouldn't do that he wouldn't he wouldn't do like it doesn't feel right i wish so, they could see my face right uh, now because yeah that's basically his his case really? whereas for other races whatever because <laughs> obviously i think i said i think we were talking about my hair and he yeah. said that it's not my hair and i'm like mm. okay but 
your mom and your sisters they <laughs> they wear the same thing and then that's how the conversation kind of yeah. like went and i was just like so he he only sees black girls as like sisters and friends yes isn't that so crazy? crazy that's yeah. so crazy because i couldn't imagine procreating with anyone else who isn't Me. black <laughs> i can imagine having babies that aren't black and I know that sounds so, that's a bold statement to make, but I'm just being so honest. I feel like, yeah, I feel like in a world where they're trying so hard to kind of like almost eradicate, mm. eradicate yeah. a race, you yeah. have to like fight back yeah. and make that that is That is what being pro-black is. Yes. You are making the community yeah. grow. And I feel like I only understood that now with obviously with the current yeah, situation, situation going on situation. now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause let me not lie, I've dabbled in um I'm screaming because I was not expecting you to say that. That is so funny. Yeah. Sorry, I've dabbled in other races. <laughs> but now I'm like I don't think I could go back yeah. because if I'm gonna be pro black, I have yeah. to be 100%. I can't. You need to be in there. All of you little there. people saying pro black, you can be pro black and date outside your race, go and do your research because you cannot. <laughs> you don't know what pro black is, honey. Yeah, you have to produce black. Yeah, black black, do you know what everything. I mean? Everything is black. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I just feel like. Also, another thing that I've noticed about black men uh, in general um, is that they tend to reproduce the stereotype of the angry black woman. When people are attacking black women on social media, etc., etc., and people are speaking out, it's a thing where like, oh, you're just mad. Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? And especially if it's like, I've noticed this a lot. If there's an argument between a dark-skinned girl and a light-skinned girl, oh. you know where which one's going to be favoured. And I've seen this on multiple occasions. Yeah. Like, hmm. Or oh, there's more chances of, like, them attacking yeah. your looks if yeah. you're dark-skinned. Yeah, 100%. And I can't, I'm not saying that um, light-skinned girls haven't had their challenges as well. Of course mm-hmm. they have, but... Dark skinned girls are genuinely gonna be the butt of the joke. Do you know what I mean? They're they're gonna be the ones that are like people are gonna go against. Yeah. And it's sad. It's so sad, and I still see it to this day. Yeah, it reminds me of I think Love Island when mm. there was that whole um, argument about whether your one day is is paying or oh, not, yeah. and literally the majority of black boy black men on oh Twitter were totally against her. Totally against people calling her ape or monkey or whatever saying that she was clapped all of this kind of stuff like do you know how beautiful that girl is and you're telling me that that's that girl's not beautiful i mean i get everybody has their opinions but to be saying that she's clapped i mean you're stretching it she is far from clapped she is complete opposite end of that but we all know why they were saying that Mm mm-hmm you don't hear that them saying that for what's that, what's that girl's name? Sophie. 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 Her voice Nobody was annoying, calls her but ugly. no one. And honestly, I'm so dead. Not that she's not beautiful. She's yeah. she's beautiful. They 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 are both beautiful Absolutely. women. But we're just trying to make a point here. Um, but yeah, overall, I feel like 
black women have been treated terribly throughout history. Mm. Uh, still to this day, I feel like they are the um, bottom of the ladder, the social ladder. Um, and when do you think that black, do you think there'll, be, there'll ever be a time when black women aren't? The bottom of the social ladder. I I can't imagine a time. Yeah, me neither. Which is sad. But um yeah, we hope that people continue to educate themselves on black history. Um, see why certain, you know, caricatures are represented a lot in movies, or see why certain stereotypes are being reproduced. Mm-hmm. Because it's important to know where these stem from because mm-hmm. If you're going out into the world, whatever race you are, and being like, oh, she's just an angry black woman, then, babes, you, you got a lot. To, um, there's, a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot to learn. There's, very, there's a lot. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys have been well-informed from this episode, and I hope you can take something away from it. Um, and, yeah, follow Opinionated C Podcast for more information and other learning tools. Layla, is there anything else you'd like to say? Um, there's still a lot of petitions going round, so Amen. make sure you sign petitions, yeah. donate if you can, mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, educate yourselves, educate your family and your mm-hmm. friends, the racist ones, the ones who voted conservatives. In it. Check them. <laughs> when it gets the time to vote in, yeah, and I don't see all this Black Lives Matter energy, mm. I'm going to flip tables, I'm telling you now. But um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed. Bye.